0: Welcome back. Welcome back. It's your boy Ray J, and this is No Script Radio. But we are going to be talking about workplace and how the workplace treat employees and how to better their employees without losing your best employee. Yes, I'm talking about those jobs who have good employees yet their co-workers mistreat them or misuse them and the supervisor sees nothing wrong with that. And then now you got a choice between losing your coworker, or if you're the employer, you you're losing your good employer employee simply because somebody doesn't see what you see. Now, I'm talking about a certain co-worker here. I'm not going to say any names because I believe in confidentiality. But there is a co-worker that I worked with and this co-worker enjoys watching other co-workers work that way this individual knows that, that those individuals are working when in reality if the job got done your co-workers are working so prime example me and you whoever's listening we're working together you don't see me anywhere, but all my work is done. There's no reason for you, as my listeners, to go try to find me and ask me, is my work done or not? If you can see my work is done, leave me alone. And I would do the same for you. If your work is done, I'm going to leave you alone. There's no reason for me to come find you and say, hey, why isn't your work done when your work is done? Especially if I know for a fact that you have not been here that long and not done anything. I mean, I don't know about you, but the laws of labor states if a person is not working, then they don't have a job. Now, I don't know if that actually says that or not, but I do know for a fact if you go to work and don't do anything, your chances of being fired is the exact same day. Versus if you go to work and your coworkers don't see any, you doing anything but your work got done. My question is, who did your work if you ain't doing it? That's the question that that co-worker should be asking. How are you there sitting there doing nothing and your work got done? That's the question they should have been asking. Or they should have been asking... Let me watch this person. Let me see for a fact. See. Let me not try to set them up. Because me setting them up. Means that I do not like this person. And. Although it does make me upset a little bit. It also makes me happy. Because having haters. Means you're doing something right. Let me be honest with you. If you have haters. People who are intentionally trying to set you up. You're doing something right. Especially if you still got what you got. If you got haters and you actually got fired and you actually did something wrong. But if you got haters and you still working on that job. You're doing something right. That means you're going to get that promotion that nobody wants you to have. That's what that means. It's a priority placement, what some people call it. I'm sorry. Got a little cold. But yeah, this coworker is intentionally trying to set me up. Here's the moral of the story of what happened. I'm gonna tell you exactly what happened. So, my assignment was cleaning and restocking. I was cleaning, yes. Then I got reassigned to go somewhere else to make products. So, in the process of making products, I then got reassigned again to go restock, which I was still going to restock anyway. I had plenty of time to do that. In fact, the amount of time it take me to re- took me to restock was five minutes. When I had a five minute, win- well, I had a twenty minute window to restock, but it took me only five minutes. Whereas, making the product, I had a ten minute window, but because I had to stop making a product to go take five minutes away to go do a restock. That took only five minutes. I only, that was supposed to take 20 minutes, but it took five minutes to do it because it didn't have anything that's needed. Everything was basically done already. All I had to do was just touch it up some. <laughs> Now, I'm not saying I'm the best employee. I'm also not saying that I can do that in five minutes all the time. No. What I am saying is, if I'm assigned to do that work, I'm going to do it. If I forget, don't get me wrong. If I forget, let me know. And I will take care of it. I have no issue with that. I don't have an issue with working. Like, for example, let's say I'm a dog walker, and I'm coming to your place and go walk your dog, but I, I don't show up, and you give me a call say, hey, did you forget you're supposed to walk my dog? I would definitely let you know, I'm sorry, I'm coming to get your dog, I'm going to go walk your dog. Or I would let you know, hey, it slipped my mind, I had something else to do, I'm sorry, can I reschedule? I'm not going to let you leave you hanging. That would be unprofessional to leave you hanging after I told you I'm going to do it. I'm just saying. But I'll come back to you right after this short break. And we are back. Once again, this is No Script Radio Podcast where I'm gonna continue my story about my co-worker. Who thinks there's a boss. By the way, I get more money than she does. I get paid more than she do. Even though we work in the same area like we both work in the kitchen area but we're both two different apartments, and that's why i get paid more than her because my apartment works as a high risk we both work in a hospital but my the reason why mine is high risk is because i work directly with patients while she works with their families who gets to come out of the room Well, i gotta go to the rooms Speaking of which, you know, the coronavirus out there, I got a higher chance than she would, my coworker. But back to my coworker though. What happened with that is they went behind my back and told the supervisor on me after I told this coworker that I'm gonna take care of it, Just like I told you guys in the beginning when I said if you let me know, I'm gonna take care of you. You have no reason to go behind my back and say, hey, this needs to get done, make sure it gets done. I'm gonna take care of you. If I tell you I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Once I do it today, tomorrow, I'm gonna take care of it. When it comes to work-related stuff, I'm gonna take care of it today. The same day while I'm still there, if I have to stay overtime without pay, I will. I have no issue taking care of my duties. Like For example, let's say my job duty was cooking. And then I get off at one o'clock, there was a line, and my backup person, person supposed to take over, never showed up. I have no issue staying a couple of extra hours to help get this line out. But as soon as that line go away, I'm gonna be basically cleaning up. I'm gonna make sure my area is clean. And then once my relief comes, this thing, my relief comes an hour late. That person is gonna come with a clean line because that is what I do. I'm gonna do my job 100% all the time. I may not do it as fast as you want me to do it because I really don't care, but I'm going to do it. And I know it's kind of bad to say I don't care about working when I do really do care about work because one thing about me I'm low-key a professional with. I'm gonna make sure every single detail is done when I get my job done. If for someone to undermine my intelligence, or undermine my ability to do what I'm supposed to do that I already know how to do, that's something that gets under my skin. That's the only thing that gets under my skin the only thing and once that's used up there's nothing that's gonna get me upset or angry after that so if you guys are trying to get me angry and upset you better use that secret that I just gave you better use it as much as you can once it's gone it's gone once i get to that point where i really don't care anymore there's nothing you can do to get me to help you anymore like for example let's say you're one of those people who like to get under my skin who likes to pick on me the minute you ask for help it'll be the minute i turn my back and say where was you at when i needed you or I've tried to help you, but you didn't want my help. You spat in my face. So now you must sit there and suffer. That's the point I'm trying to avoid. But I also have no issue doing it either. Which, come tomorrow, when I go back to work, I'm going to give them a sample of what that really looks like. And on that sample my coworkers are going to hate me. My supervisors are going to love me, but my coworkers are going to hate me. But that's the level that they ask for. If you ask for something, you're going to receive that something. And they're asking for it. So I'm going to show them what I really can do. And once that shows them, I'm going to make sure my supervisors know it's not going to be a full-time thing. No, because that takes way too much energy. when the job is easy. Here's another example of what I'm trying to say. You got a barbecue for your family. Your family is a family of, let's say, ten. There's no reason for you to go buy... 35 hamburgers and hot dogs for only 10 people, and then cook all 35. And that's what my co workers want me to do. Well, not necessarily hamburgers and hot dogs, but far as job wise, they want me to work like I got 35 people in one room when there's only 10, 15 at a time. Sure, I can get in everybody's way and out of their way in, like, less than three seconds. But why waste that energy when I can just wait until it gets really, really messy? It's going to get really, really messy anyway. The way I see things, I see everything before and after. So... You can say it's one-minded by saying, I see what is going to happen before it happens. I can see that. I've seen it multiple times. When you watch somebody do something, you know exactly what they're going to do next. It's called being um, predictable. And my customers are very predictable. No matter how you set it up, they're always going to mess it up. And there's no reason why I should take all of my energy to clean up every little mess that they make every five seconds. Keyword is five seconds. Sure, it helps because you have less to clean at the end, which I get. But well, that's what they're trying to get at. But at the same time. It's still going to end up the same. And here's what they're here's what they're saying about me. They're saying that I'm not doing any work, and that I'm being lazy. Now, from what I've told you already, I've worked at Burger King. I've worked at KFC. Both are fast food joints. Both are eight hour each, and both are working in the exact same day frame. So for those of you who ever worked at Burger King, you know it's high high rate of speed all the time. You have five minutes or less to make an order. And the small orders are easy to do. When it comes to the bigger orders, it's a little bit harder to do. I can tell you my biggest order at Burger King was 100 Whoppers, 100 Whopper Juniors, 25 Chicken Nuggets, 10 pieces, and 14 orders of fries. Now imagine doing all that in under 30 minutes, minus that cook time, because chicken nuggets take 20 minutes to cook, burgers took 5 to 10 minutes to cook, so minus the cook time. Imagine doing all those. 100 Whoppers, 100 Whopper Juniors, 35 10 piece nuggets and 15 orders of fries. That is a lot. Now imagine doing that speed, but you only get to see 15 customers every 20 minutes. So 20 minutes pass, you get another 15. Then another 20 minutes pass. You get another 15. So you see where. All that unnecessary speed is coming from. You don't have to rush anything. When there's nothing to do. And when I say nothing to do. I'm saying where. The, thing, the time frame where. You could be doing something. You can still do it. Don't get me wrong. But there's no reason to rush it. Like it's going to not happen again. You have time in the eight hour period and the job is not that hard. Literally is not that hard. In fact, if I if I was going to go into detail about this job, you would want to come work for us. Because it's not that hard. The job is so easy. You literally get paid for eight hours. And far as hard work, you do hard work for four hours, and the other four hours you're basically doing cleanup and all the other stuff. What's so hard about cleaning? There's nothing hard about cleaning. But my coworkers make it so hard. They make cleaning sound like slavery. When All you have to do is wash, sanitize, that's it. Sweep the floor mop. What's so hard about that? I'm reminded. With that being said, the job cannot be that hard if you only spend... Four hours doing actual work. And then another four hours cleaning. The job can't be that hard. I only wish my first job was like that. Matter of fact, if I was to compare the job that I'm working for, it's almost like what you do at the house already. Four hours of cooking, cleaning. And then another four hours of homework, whatever. Or if you're not in school, you're taking care of your kids. And then that's the That you're done. It's the same concept. It's not that hard. But I, I'm telling you, everybody I work with, other than the crew I'm with now, you know, the team that I'm set on with is not part of their team. Should why I get paid more than my coworker that's acting out right now. Yeah, the team I'm side, the team side I'm on, they got a little bit more to do. So instead of us working for four hours, we actually got to work for six hours. But then the other two hours for cleaning. That's, that's not including the break. We still got our 30-minute breaks, of course. But I'm just saying, the work is not that hard. It really is not. Just today I was doing overtime, which I could have went home. At any time I could have went home, but I didn't. Not because I like the place. No, because I signed up to do a job. I'm going to do that job. I'm not going to quit just because somebody doesn't like me. I'm not going to quit just because the world says the coronavirus is going to kill me. I'm not going to quit just because somebody's out there trying to kill me. And yes, I know somebody is going to try to kill me. I'm black. That's just normal nowadays in America. Innocent black people getting killed is normal in America now. I don't know why. It should not be normal. Sorry about the background noise. My neighbors have a motorcycle, and I have limited amount of soundproofing. With that being said, though, I'm going to sign out with this. If you go to work and you have that one co-worker that does not like you, prove them wrong. Show your coworkers, especially that coworker that you can outdo them at any tasks. Like this one is trying to say that. This one can. With this coworker I got now. Is trying to say that they can outwork me. But I can literally work circles around them. Three times. Which I'm going to prove that to them tomorrow. Because I'm tired today. I did a 13 hour shift today. So I'm tired. But when I go to work tomorrow. If I see this. Co worker again. I'm going to prove to this co worker that if they come back to my face the way they did today, I'm going to hurt some feelings. I'm going to. I'm not going to touch anybody, but I am going to hurt some feelings. This co worker is going to cry when I get done doing my job because I'm going to do their job and take the credit. I don't want to do this, but like I said before, if you ask for it, I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to do it with style. I do not have to go to the level that you want me to go to, and yes, most people assume that if you make a black person mad, that they're going to try to fight you, they're going to try to shoot you, they're going to try to stab you. I'm a different breed of black, honey. Honey boo boo child, whatever you want to call it. You get me mad, I'm going to do the same dirt back to you, but so much better than you and still keep a smile on my face. You know that? My version of retaliation isn't going to affect me. Like a normal normal retaliation means they're going to try to hurt you, and if they get caught, they get in trouble too. My version of retaliation, I'm not gonna get in trouble because I'm just gonna outdo you as your as your own medicine, you know. I'm gonna play your own game, but I'm gonna do it better. You wanna play tennis with me? I'm gonna play it better than you. I'm just gonna go with that. I play ga- I play games for a living. That's what I do. I play games for a living. By this I'm talking about Getting people in trouble is what I normally do anyway. Proving people wrong is what I do anyway. You tell me what I can't do, I'm going to show you that I can. You tell me I'm never going to have, I'm going to show you that I got it. Matter of fact, prime example. This happened... I want to say... 18 years ago, but I don't know. No, 20 years ago, my junior year in high school, they asked each and every one of my classmates, when they leave here, what job do they want? I told them that I'm going to work for the, the FBI or any kind of federal system, federal government. They told me that I would never get a job anywhere with the scores that I've been given. And I've been slacking off in school. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that right now. I've been slacking off in school because what you need school for when you're not teaching us anything that's going to benefit us. So I was slacking off in school. My scores, would have told you that my IQ is low, but my IQ is actually high enough to go to college. I, I could go to college. I probably didn't get a good two years in before I flunk out. That's my IQ level. Two years of college before I flunk out because, you know, education. But I also didn't go to college either. But I did get my job that the teacher said I would never have. First job was a dishwasher. Yeah. He had a dish machine. It broke down a lot. I learned to wash dishes by hand just as fast as the machine. Before I left that job, and I'm, like I said, I'm not going to tell anybody what that person's name was. Also because I really don't remember that person's name anymore. But we had a test. We had a race. They had the machine fixed again. Both of us had 100 dishes to wash at the same time. Me versus the machine. 100 dishes. Both both sets were the exact same amount of soil. The first 25 was overnight. And the rest of the 75 was previously used. Meaning it wouldn't overnight, you know, dish stuff. The race ended up with me winning by 10 plates. 10. So, if had I slowed down, the machine probably would have beat me. But, I beat the machine by 10 plates. So, while I was watching the last plate, the machine was just finishing off the last 10. Both sets of dishes came out perfectly clean. My dishes were hand-washed. The machine obviously was machine-washed. Both dishes came out clean. The bet was if the machine won, I had to give that person some money. But I ended up beating the machine, and I got money. I got paid. But that money's been long gone. Because I just enjoyed beating the machine that I didn't even accept the money. The money stayed right there with that person. I was just happy to beat the machine. And because I was technically still in school, so that would have been illegal to take money from, you know, a coworker. You know, it's kind of suspect. And your boy ain't no criminal. So that money stayed with that person. I left the money right where it was at because I'm like, yeah, I beat the machine. I'm in my feelings. Yeah, you know, I'm the fastest dishwasher in the world, blah, blah, blah. Second job, fast food joint. Third job was another fast food joint. Fourth job was a, rest- was a um, retail. Fifth job, fast food. Sixth job, fast food. Seventh job, hotel. Ninth job, which is where I'm at now. The hospital. Fighting the coronavirus for you guys. No, I don't have the coronavirus, but I'm in that field where if there was a lockdown in the hospital, you know, to contain anyone who has the coronavirus, I always have to stay there and help those people. That's part of my job, helping those specific people. So while my coworker gets to go home, I have to stay because that's my field. Even though we both work in the kitchen, my field is with those patients. Only way she would have to stay is if her people was to get it. But she gets to come and go when she pleased while well, I'll have to stay because I work with those patients. That's also why I get that extra pay. Or what they call hazard pay. But enough about that. If you have one of those coworkers just get on your nerves. Prove them wrong. Show them what you can really do. Show them that you can outwork them. Like, you can work faster than them And be accurate. Shut them up by saying, hey, do you want to race? Because if I can do this job better than you and faster than you, you got to give me $50. Watch them shut up. Because they will definitely be quiet once... Unless you wanna give them to the hustle and then you know hustle them. Start off slow and then beat them at the end of the, at the end, the very end. I mean you can do that too. I mean Either way it's gonna get done. My job is gonna get done. But I thought I'd let you guys know how my day was. How it went. This day was not the best day. Even though I made a good amount of money today. It just wasn't a good day. But thanks for listening, you guys. I love you guys. Take care. Have fun. And let's make America great by washing your hands, keeping them clean, don't touch your face, don't touch your eyes, don't touch your ears, and don't touch your neighbor. You see, got you there. You thought I was going to say don't touch your family members. Yeah, but don't touch your family members either, though. They, they, they They got germs, too. Yeah, wash your hands. But speak by those germs though. Um germs are everywhere. Wash your hands. You can't catch Corona if you wash your hands. Well yes you can, but Yeah, you can't die from it.